We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings 2021 NFL Week 9 Best Bets. The gold, the silver, the bronze, guaranteed, if one of us pick against each other, to at least have one of those correct. So that's always great news. Remember, everyone, to play in the best tournament on DraftKings, the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League. $15 to play, three max entry, no rake link is in the description. Smash the like button of the episode, help us time code it down in the top comment section, and of course, please subscribe to Mayo Media Network if you are listening to this on the audio podcast version. Leave a five-star review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify to really help us out. It takes you like 13 seconds, and it helps out the show more than you know, so please, even if you're not a listener to it, and you just watched the video, go subscribe to it and leave a five-star review. That would be excellent news. Sub to the newsletter as well. I'll have a full update coming out on Saturday with a full injury report, all of the updated bets, game previews for each of the games, all completely free. You can find that down in the description. Cam Stewart from SportsGrid, Roberto Pozzola from BetStamp.app are on the line. Pozzola, how much were you sweating? The Jets coming back to cover the 10 last night. Uh, it was uncomfortable, I would say for sure. When, when you when you bet on sports, you can see this happening in it well all in the advance. time. Yeah, like I, the, the, the movie the Colts were up twenty six, and I tweeted, "This is going to be like the most painful loss in the season on Indy minus ten. And people are responding like, "You're crazy! They're up twenty six. Like, I'm like, I've watched enough sports to know what's going to happen here, exactly. and the Colts are going to give the ball back to the Jets over and over. They're going to play this very soft prevent defense, like." This is, I mean, we bet on this stuff, but the reality is like 80% of these games come down to a coin flip at the end of the game. And it, it's just a matter of a ball getting deflected at the line of scrimmage or else I end up losing my bet. But uh, yeah, I mean, that was one of those where, okay, I'll take the money, but I probably lost five to 10 years of my life in the process. We go back, we look at last week. Cam, you and I, we continue to roll with these gold picks too. Gold. <laughs> gold. 
we were t- we were two and one as a Lambeau. collective unit. As uh, <laughs> yes. as those said, Indianapolis Colts did not come through for Rob against Tennessee last week. So we go. That take- was BS too. That, I'll, that, give I, I, li- I'll give Pizzol a little bit of credit. Sorry, Mayo. Uh, just to say. Rob's been on the wrong side of a lot of bad beats this year. I'll give him that. I know uh, sometimes he likes to take shots at the bear being myself, but I'm a better too. And I know uh, anything like we, he's had some really bad ones like Washington with me, Pizzola, all these games, like Carson Wentz, a stooge move, like uh, at his line, uh, like panicking. Anyway, that's betting on football though. Like we can't excuse it. If you want to be in the game, you got to expect things like this, right? Rob, like back in the day, I used to break plates and throw things against walls. Now, when I lose bets like that, I go, yeah. Another day, let's just move forward. You can't freak out because uh, betting will drive you crazy. Every week you have like some crazy plays in the NFL. The one that, that sticks out to me last week was uh, Ryan Tannehill throws an interception to a Colts defensive lineman. He's running it back down to the field, down the field. He's in like the Tennessee 30 and he blows out his knee. Like literally he's out for the season and he fumbles the ball Almost. without be- and the Tennessee Titans get the ball right back. <laughs> exactly. And on the very next play, they throw a touchdown pass, like a yeah, 70-yard touchdown pass to A.J. Brown, <laughs> yes. which is like, it's, I mean, it's, it's, I hope the player's okay. I don't remember who it was. I'm not, this is nothing to do with like me saying, oh, you know, this guy's a loser or anything like that. I hope he's okay. I hope he has a good recovery. But it's like those types of swings that are very difficult to deal with as a gambler when you're just watching the game and you're like, how is this possible? Like, how does this go against me regularly? I'm a firm believer, though, that things do balance out over time. So, Sometimes. yes, there's been some bad beats, but uh, we'll we'll be on the, the lucky side of things over the course of the season as well. Well, we need to work on our silver picks as the curse of the oh, yeah. silver pick <laughs> continues. No, we Pat, were, I'm we, thinking we, we need a new mineral like, may, that, that can rep, rep, like lose silver. Is yeah, there we, anything? We, we, Magnesium? We, we might have Tungsten? to change it to like Ethereum or something like that. But <laughs> the gold, <laughs> Ethereum. The gold picks were two and one. The silver picks, as they normally are, 0 oh and 3. Uh, the, bronze yes. picks, the bronze picks were 3 and 0, oh, so that's good. So we're 16, 17, and 1. Uh, 16, seven and one, sorry, on gold picks, five and 19 on silver Mm. picks and 13 Mm. and 11 on bronze picks. Rob and I are doing most of the damage to those silver picks. Uh, Cam is actually five and three on his silver picks combined. Pizzola and I are one and 15. (laughs) <laughs> silver yeah. wow let, let, let's leave so, let's, wow if we faded our silver picks we'd be rich let's leave it at silver picks i don't want to change it to ethereum i have i'm heavily invested in ethereum <laughs> and i feel like as soon as we do that it's just going to completely tank as well so let's leave silver picks yeah. it'll balance out i feel like we're going to yeah. get back on track with this eventually but uh yeah i mean ethereum. It's- <laughs> i'm heavily invested in gas and cholesterol but anyway uh Hey, I can't hey, cash those in. No, I don't know. If you're an Ethereum holder, Rob, I mean, you got to be investing in gas at this point when it's a good price, don't you? Yes. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I was a- talking about the internal gas, not petroleum uh, mail, but oh, that's okay. Gas is going through the roof. I was talking about internet talking gas, about but. The oh, fees, internet, the gas internet. fees, yes. Oh, it was gas. <laughs> right over the head. <laughs> Okay, we should I'm probably. I'm sorry, get... no, I, it's, I it's do. All no. Good. It's all good. We'll get into the. Well, game. It's actually, yeah, petroleum going up is good because my dad used to work at the Petro Canada refinery, so I think he's still got like when oil's going up. I guess uh, we're still living, but yeah, I don't even know what the hell you guys are talking about half the time, like Ethereum and stuff. Like I know Bitcoin and 
Uh, I know we talked about some Ascoin and uh, Come Rocket and stuff like that, but uh, yeah, I'm kind of not in this uh, crypto world that uh, I'm kind of afraid to get into, to be honest with you, Pat. I have enough regular life problems. I don't need crypto problems. There we go. Well, let's get uh, some gold picks. Let's try to win some money this week because we've been good with the gold picks. Cam is 6-1-1 one, and one on the year. I'm 7-1 and one on the year. Rob is 5-3 yeah. and three on the year because this is the game that he normally gets screwed on like the hardest like yes. last week with Indianapolis. But... I am going right now. All the lines are coming from DraftKings Sportsbook. Obviously, we're doing this on a Friday, so the lines have matured just a little bit. Uh, this line has gone up since I have bet it. Uh, I bet it at minus one. It is now minus two. I don't really care. I am concerned that Justin Herbert's hand is some sort of an issue. That's the only thing I can think of of why this game is less than a field goal, but the Eagles aren't good. The Chargers are like, okay, and the Eagles don't beat good teams. So Chargers minus two is... My gold pick of the week, and unless the Eagles can rush for 350 yards, even then, I just don't see them beating the Chargers here, Rob. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with you. This is actually going to be my bronze pick for this week. Me too. I I think this is a good bounce back spot for the Chargers. Oh, no, this is a clean sweep across the board. Uh, I think we've had a couple. So, Eagles. That is a chance. No, that's a chance for us all to, to pick up a game here. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, it's listen, true. like look look at the Eagles' schedule, right? I mean, they're three and five. The, their blowout wins were against Atlanta, Detroit. Every time they've played some semblance of a not terrible team this year, they've been trailing by double digits going into the fourth quarter. And to me, the Chargers have a better coaching staff. They have the better quarterback. They have the better skill position players. Okay, they can't defend the run, but they probably have the better defense overall as well. And you look at the Chargers' recent schedule, I, I mean, they're, like their struggles. It was against the Ravens, good defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale, against New England, Bill Belichick. Philly's defense does nothing to disguise what they're doing. They're bottom five in terms of blitz rates, in stunt rates, rates of disguising coverage. They play a ton of cover two defense, which is the defense that Justin Herbert has shredded for his entire career. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't really understand the line, to be honest with you. Like, you, you have to make the Chargers only marginally better than the Eagles to make them minus two here. Uh, I think it's mispriced. I, I do like the Chargers. All right. So Rob's on my side. So that's an insta loss. Cam, who are you going with for a gold pick? <laughs> uh, this is tough. Like I, I honestly, I have like nine things written down games that I'm, I'm going to be probably betting on, but I'm going to take a little bit of a leap of faith that helped me with gold last week. I'm going to flip sides with the Atlanta Falcons. I like, I, and it's really hard to back this team, but I think the situation's right. I don't care if it's Taysom Hill coming off a concussion or Simeon. Uh, I got worried. I'm like, really? This is great. Jameis Winston's running running his ass off, and, I'm, and he gets hurt, and I'm going to lose this bet. And my girlfriend said, relax. The Simeon guy, maybe he'll do well for you. And I kind of looked at her like, you've never watched a football game in your life <laughs> other than with me, and it actually worked out. So I should listen to her more about football, not life tips. Uh, give me uh, the Falcons. I think they can – I like them as an underdog. Matt Ryan and this team, I'm really pissed off about Ridley. I know he's got mental health problems. I wish he was there, but they got a nice thing going with the, with the rookie tight end. They got, uh, they can do enough. Let's put it that way. I worry about the saints defense, but I don't think the saints offense will do enough in this game. I see new Orleans taking care of business with a squeaky, ugly, like a 21 to 17 type of win, maybe, or, or maybe the Falcons can kick a late field goal, win this game. I think six and a half is too many points. I know it's hard to back the Atlanta Falcons, but they're a different bird. As an underdog bird, not expecting to win a fight, then a favorite where they get mauled 
and uh, slapped on the barbecue. So give me the Atlanta Falcons plus six and a half, guys. Uh, I am actually with you on the Falcons. I don't know if they're going to make any one of my top three picks, but Rob, I was telling you this last week when I keep like either going on or against the Saints, I have yet to get a Saints game wrong this year because anytime that they've been favored by three or more points, they have not covered. Anytime they've been favored by fewer than three points or being an underdog, they have covered Correct. that game. Now they're six and a half. They're they're not. They listen. They can win game. They beat the crap out of the Patriots, but they're just not designed to win games by more than a touchdown. Like they're not going to score a lot of points. They're going to make sure you don't score a lot of points. That is a recipe for just not covering big spreads. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement here as well. I mean, it's tough because Atlanta's a bad football team, and they, they actually are. don't really match up all that well with New Orleans because. Atlanta has a very weak offensive line. The strength of the Saints defense is going to be their defensive line, especially now that they're all healthy. But this game is one of those where you look at the total, which is 41 and a half, and you have a spread of six and a half. This is expected to be a very low scoring game Mm -hmm. in which you have one team spotting almost a touchdown. And there's a few situations on the board this week where we have something like that. Pittsburgh, Chicago is another one on Monday Night Football. But historically speaking, underdogs in this spot have been very valuable because you're going up against an offense Like you said, Pat, that isn't built to cover these types of margins. Um, I'll be very interested to see how the the Saints deploy their quarterbacks this week. They did have Taysom Hill play Atlanta twice last year, and he actually performed fairly well against them in both of those games. But the Falcons' defense is a little bit better this season, and at least they have one shutdown corner in A.J. Terrell. Uh, I, I just think that this is, it's a steep price with the New Orleans offense that is very conservative. Like Sean Payton is all about, Let's just let our defense win the games now. Let's not make any big mistakes. And that's not a team that I would want to lay six and a half with. So I agree with you guys. I think the Falcons have a little bit of value here. I just go back and look at that Saints and Seahawks game from two weeks ago. It's almost the exact same situation. Obviously, the playmakers on Seattle are a lot better, but it was just, you know, just take Seattle on the points. It's it's too many points. You know what, Pat? Yeah, go ahead. It's just one of those things where you look at New Orleans, how many points are they going to score? Like Pozzola said, like this offense is not the old Saints offense. Michael Thomas, he's done for the year, whatever, Twaquan Smith thing. Other than Kamara busting plays, these guys are nickel and dimers. And I'll tell you, if if Simeon starts again, he's not going to do what the hell he did against uh, Tampa Bay. That was a special moment in the game. And then you saw after a few drives, he started to regress big time at the start of the game. That's not going to happen. If they could just keep Matt Ryan upright, a couple plays, Bam, we can really do this, hit, hit a big play to Pitts. I think Atlanta could win this game. That's kind of my point. I think, uh, you know, I, I anyway, let's let's hope it works out, guys. Gold's been pretty good to us. Well, Atlanta will find a way to blow it at the end. Hopefully it's a three-point Yeah, point just don't lose it. by seven. Yeah, right, Pat? Yeah, lose by six. Yeah, listen, Everything lose, lose by five. That, that's glorious. <laughs> yes. Rob, who yes. are you going with as a gold selection? I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings Love getting six points against Baltimore. Um, this is just kind of like the Vikings MO. Uh, listen, I'll start with, I made this game four, so I see value in six, but the reality is that the Vikings, they always play close games. Like they've played one game all season that was decided by more than a touchdown. That was their win over Seattle in week three. This is what they do when they play good teams. They are forced into an optimal game state. Like when they play bad teams like Dallas with a backup quarterback last week, they get very conservative. Run, run, pass. The offense looks terrible. Everyone's like, what's wrong with Minnesota? Well, what's wrong with Minnesota is that their head coach, Mike Zimmer, is a cuck, and he's very, very conservative. Now, when you say, did you say cock? I said a cuck. C-U-C-K. So what is that, a moron, basically? What's a cuck? 
It's, a cock uh, is a bird or sh- something else. Sh- but sh- what, sh- what else shout, you got? shout out to Cam for never being cucked in his life. You, you, You've never been cucked. What's wow. a cuck? Oh, it's what, what, when you stick it up a guy. Okay, I, I got a bad no, 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 it's, it's, a, it's, it's bad uh, sex. Bad it's sex? When, it's when you let um, another man or woman um, have Molest have, you? No, have sex with your, your wife. Oh, you, so they're swingers. Yeah, Cucks are swingers. Well, no, they're not really swingers. It's more like a sad thing. Oh, okay. Like, I know a yeah. couple cucks back in my old days. <laughs> I know a lot of cucks. To, uh, yeah, yeah, you know a lot of cucks? Weirdos. I know a lot of cucks. Yeah, no, it's true. I don't know. Like, I know some of those guys, Pizzola, we used to know. They were, they were uh, into the cuck thing, I think. They didn't mind, uh, you know, group sex and uh, and other things. But anyway, I'm not going to divulge. This is an NFL gambling show, not a sexual uh, tip show. So, well, to, yeah. To each their cucks. own. As long as, as long as you're not doing anything illegal or, or harming anyone in the process. Whatever your sexual preferences are. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's your business what you do. I agree. Not that there's anything wrong with that, right? Yeah, you should. You can't keep people in dungeons and things like this. But yeah, if you want to whip out some toys and do whatever, like, I, it's your business. I don't if know. it's consensual. Like, if, if, it's, if, yes, if it's consensual, yeah, I don't know. I get a little bit scared. Like, I, I wouldn't want to be, like, tied up and whatever, because then they... Like I've seen that too many times on those murder shows. Like the guys like, Hey, you know, we're going to, the chicks like, Hey honey, let's play sex games tonight. So they gimp them up and tie him to the bed. Once he's tied to the bed, it's a pretty easy way to, you know, you're, you're killed. You're done. Like uh, the party's over. Like you basically said, I'm going to die right now. And you got no chance of escape unless you can lift a bed with handcuffs on. It's yeah. not happening. I, I, yeah, the tying up thing, like that's just, that's not up. No, no. Some chick comes up to me, like even my girl, my girlfriend's not into that stuff. Like, but I'm just saying if, if I ever had a situation where it's like, let's get tied up, I'm not getting tied up because you could hurt me and steal my money and do a lot of bad things. When I'm tied up, I'm not in any good position to, uh, you know, fight back or do anything. Like I'm, you're a sitting duck, right? Pizzola, yeah. you're done. You look, you look more like a role-playing guy. In yeah, the yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, that I like animal, animal, you know, you yeah, come yeah, in as a bear. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, I like, yeah, I like, I like stockings and lingerie like any other normal person. Like I don't like uh, cucking, whatever the hell that is. No, nobody's <laughs> cucking with me. We're going to a party, we're having drinks. Nobody's sleeping with each other's wives. Anyway, whatever. It's, uh, who, 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 what was the pick? It's the Vikings. Okay, Vikings, so, yeah. yeah. I like the Vikings. I like the Vikings too. Excellent pick, Pizzola. I, I think so. Out. I mean, listen, at the, it, it's six points with a Minnesota team that when they're trailing, they are forced to throw a lot. They can throw a lot. The Baltimore defense is way overrated. EPA yeah. per play this year, they're 21st. They're very bad versus the pass because they blitz a lot. They don't get home a lot. And they leave their corners one-on-one against receivers, which is going to be a problem against mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. So I think it's too many points here. And people still overrate the bye week in the NFL. The, these home teams coming off a bye, they're sleepwalking sometimes. Oh, exactly. It's a detriment now. It's, I, they're, they're playing like junk. Years ago, you used to be able to practice on your bye week. And eventually the NFL changed that rule. And they said, no, teams aren't practicing on the bye weeks. Ever since that's happened, the effect of the bye week has diminished completely to the point where now it doesn't even matter, but we always talk about it. Oh, this team's coming off their bye and Harbaugh off a bye. Yeah. He's like nine and five against the spread in his career off a bye. It's 14 games. It's a random, like small sample. I don't care. I like the Vikings. Give me the six points. All right. So chargers, Minnesota, Atlanta is the gold picks. It's funny, Cam. Have we all outsmarted ourselves on Atlanta? Because the three of us agree on Atlanta. When we did the spread yeah. pick show, well, Jeff was in, Cust was in, even the coin are picked you Atlanta. Cust on Atlanta? Oh, yeah. He's on Atlanta? He is. Oh, God. Okay, hold on. We might have to revisit uh, this situation. Who he does win I some picks. Cust wins games. Like, he I know, lose yeah, every he wins games. Game. But the thing was, I got off the Jets last week, who I loved against Cincinnati in a bounce back spot because all I thought about was Cust and the Jets 
when I had it the week before and I got scared and it really pissed me off. I ended up betting it, but not on this show and could have won more money. So well, that, that's talk. okay. If, 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 you, if you bet it in your personal life, you're, you're good to go. Now, Rob, you really yeah. lucked into it. Just, I saw you tweet out that the Jets were going to come back. Little did you know that the Jets to cover the spread was Tim Superlock this week. Well, oh, good, good for him. That would have made it so much more painful <laughs> knowing that if, the, if Josh Johnson <laughs> came in and, and brought them to, I mean, listen, there, there was some unluckiness if you bet the Jets as well, right? You were expecting Mike White the entire game. Yeah. The guy hurts his hand and then you get, you know, Josh. I didn't even know Josh Johnson was still in the league. Look up Josh Johnson on Wikipedia and his team oh, he's list. Played for he's played for every team every yeah. single year. You know what the thing is, Pazol? He's not even that bad. Like as a third string quarterback, like what do you want the guy to do? He actually did okay. He's why a third-string quarterback. I mean, that, why that, did the Jets trade for Joe? Why did they give up picks yeah, for to Joe, get Flacco, Joe Flacco, who sits on understand. the sidelines in street clothes? He wasn't even that close. He's inactive. Like, I don't no, know. Yeah, that's, a, that's a great point. It's like you got Joe Flacco, and he's sitting there eating seeds, and, and you got Josh. Who are you rolling out there? That's but you're, so true. You're a rebuilding franchise. Like These picks are valuable to you. Okay, Zach Wilson gets injured, and you go and trade for Joe Flacco like oh, yeah. it's going to get you over the hump? No, I, but if was... you trade for Joe Flacco, another point is he has to play. There's no point in having a veteran quarterback unless he's there instead of Josh Johnson, correct? That's why I, I... you get Flacco if you still believe we could run the table and do stuff and there's some kind of magic, but I don't get I'll tell you, though, the Jets organization, at least, they have a couple good parts. I, I'm more worried about the Giants moving forward, but anyway, I think both New York teams have problems. I, I think with the Jets particularly, it's, I mean – They've missed on their quarter. Like Zach Wilson's going to be a great Ottawa Red Black, I think. In a few, I, I agree. I think that oh, no. when that pick came out, Pozzola, like I was the only one. Like, what's the fixation with this guy? Like every other quarterback, I like more. Every single one, except for him. And the Jets think this guy's like the second coming. Like it was. It made no sense to me. First of all, you play in BYU. You played like junk against Coastal Carolina. Like if you know anything about college football, why would you take a quarterback? That is really not that. Wow, he had a couple of good games against horrible competition. He didn't play anybody in the SEC, Pac-12, Big Ten, no power conferences. Overrated. Bad move by the Jets. Your your scouting staff, you're all fired. Me, Pizzola, and Mayo were hired. Yeah, I, I don't know about that though. I mean, like Flacco came out of Delaware. Where did Josh Allen come out of? Like Wyoming? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I know Pat, but the difference is like when you looked at him in big games, like he, he still made like mistakes. Like there was this love affair with Zach Wilson, but he was kind of a guy that still made mistakes in college. Like I'll put it this way. You didn't need to pick him that high. If you wanted to take a flyer on him, you know, I just didn't think he was that good. That's just my opinion. I think Zach Wilson was drafted largely for his upside just in general. Yes. I mean, he does have good arm strength. He does. I mean, but I, I shouldn't write him off completely. He's obviously been terrible, but Josh Allen was terrible for years and then he developed into a really good quarterback. So you never know what's going to happen, but the, the guy is horribly inaccurate. Yeah. Makes horrible decisions. I mean, it's, it's very difficult to see anything in him right now that says this guy has a, a career in the NFL. Like he, yeah. he seems like he's going to be in another league in a few years. Oh, here's some breaking news. As we're talking right now, Odell has been officially cut by the Browns. Who, who cares? Mm, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? This Helps guy, him probably. I, I'm going to say this and I don't even like Baker Mayfield and the fact that he's in progressive commercials and like the face of the NFL when he's done absolutely jack shit in his career is really stupid. And I don't get it, but you also can't have a receiver's dad. Like, it's like Mitch Marner's dad, right? So, hey, my kid, he's not getting enough ice. To hey, keep your parents out of it. You're a grown man. And anyway, Beckham, you've done nothing the past couple of years anyway. You're one of the most overrated players in, in, in football. So shut up. Who cares? The Browns, you don't need them. Let them go somewhere else. I wouldn't even pick them up on my team. I think Beckham blows. Someone's going to pick him up. Raiders? Yeah, well, you want that? You want that cancer? He's not. The problem is, if you're a loudmouth, 
and you're a guy that's detrimental to the team atmosphere and it's a team game, you need a guy that's really talented to deal with it. You can't have a guy like Beckham who's just all right now. That's the whole issue. Dealing with his drama is not worth the play that he gives you. I like, take. I, I like that they cut Beckham and the spread went from three to two and a half. So they, they cut him. I, exactly. <laughs> that's all you need to know, man. And the brains the brain started getting points. I think yes. those are those are independent of one another. Like I, I think the spread was moving towards Cleveland, regardless of whether Beckham was in or not. But the reality is that he's just not a player that affects the spread anymore in any way. Like he mm-hmm. he doesn't have the impact that he once did on the game. And Beckham built that career. Obviously, he was a very very good receiver, an elite receiver, yep. uh, and had that amazing catch against Dallas, which was a miserable moment for me. I think it was against Terrence Newman, if I recall correctly. I don't remember who the cornerback was, but anyways. He's it, it, just—he's gone downhill. Like he's an older receiver. We see these receivers. The lifespan just isn't—it's nothing crazy. It's—I mean, it's not running backs, so or it's only two or three years. But he's just not what he once was, and I think he's kind of getting by on name value now. Do you think anyone ends up picking him up? Well, like I said I think that the Raiders are the most logical destination for him. I think the Raiders are going to avoid bad PR guys in general. I mean, why? Why not just? Why not just triple down at this point? I mean, it's obviously a pretty horrible situation there with what happened with um, with Henry Ruggs. Uh, obviously, I don't condone anything that he's done. I um, think that was a pretty disgusting act. It, it's general, actually but, sickening. Yeah. The fact that, here's the thing, too. We've all made mistakes. When I was younger, you know, you, you're at a bush party and you're wasted and you got to get home. The difference is when I go home at 30 clicks an hour trying not to do anything, you know what I mean? Because I'm in a situation where there's no hotel. This idiot could have called anybody under the NFL system. And who's drag racing on a highway? And the girl he killed too, young, potential. Like, what a fool. You're, you're driving 156 mile an hour. Throw, lock him up and throw away the key. And that's the only reason she died, because the car blew up, because he was driving so fast. Guy's a complete asshole. Screw him. Okay. Back to the, you know, I, I think Las Vegas will, will I mean, you never know with the Raiders, but I, I think just in general, they will probably stay clear of bad PR guys um, going forward. What contender of, needs a receiver who can um, deal with them? Saints. Um, the Saints. 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 Good call. I, does Sean Payton want to deal with them? Maybe. I, 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 mean, I, I, I don't, like I don't a, think that he will. I don't think that that's – I mean, the, the Saints are the most logical answer, but I don't think that he goes – What about the Niners? The Niners got like Ayuk and, and Debo Sand. Like they need somebody. Debo's a great number one. You're he right. Is. Like they haven't, I, I don't know why Ayuk hasn't been on the field a lot this year in, in general. That doesn't uh, make a whole lot of sense. Like New England can always use a receiver because they just have a bunch of like average guys. They probably bring in like another average guy here. That would be an option. I got, um, I got one for you. You ready? Yep. The Chargers. As a third receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Eh, I got no problem with that. that. Now, now he has no no expectation to do anything, yep. and you just throw him exactly. on the field. But yep. the pro, but the problem with OBJ, like I don't know OBJ personally, but just from my experiences following the NFL, if the guy doesn't get the ball, he's unhappy. And I don't know that he's a guy that you can say, well, you're going to be our third receiver, and you're going to get you know two or three targets a game. I think that's why things have kind of blown up for him in Cleveland in general. He's unhappy with the quarterback play doesn't get the targets that he once did when he was with the Giants. And I, I don't know that he can thrive in that type of situation. I don't know that there's a situation in the NFL right now that he can excel in because he's a guy that needs to get the ball. And he's just not at that level where he's deserving of being thrown at over and over anymore. 
What's going on, everyone? Are you getting old like me? Or do you just feel like in the mornings, if you've had even like two glasses of wine or three beer, that you're not doing good anymore? Or if you go and work out, you're incredibly sore. Have you tried to play like flag football anytime recently? And then the next day, like your hips don't work to the point where walking is difficult. It's not just because you're a terrible athlete now and in horrible shape. It's also because you have no hydration. So Elevate Hydration from Beam is what you need to help yourself recover. Because when you're not hydrated, you know the feeling. Sometimes you get headaches, you have body fatigue. You just don't feel your best. And you should be feeling your best. And Elevate gives your body the electrolytes it's craving thanks to a supercharged stack of electrolytes like coconut water, pink Himalayan sea salt sourced entirely from nature plus it tastes amazing and that is pretty awesome as well elevate comes in three flavors for your specific needs but here's really the big deal you can get them for free right now yeah you want stuff for free it's super easy our listeners can get a free elevate sample pack by going to beamorganics.com slash mayo that's b-e-a-m organics.com slash mayo to get your free sample pack Stay hydrated, get your free stuff, and use that promo code MAYO to tell them we sent you, all right? And if you're hungover or if you're just old and out of shape and you need hydration, beamorganics.com slash MAYO is where you want to be. Even though you're far from ordinary, the truth is that ED is really common. In fact, 52% of guys aged 40 to 70 experience some form of erectile dysfunction. So go to GetRoman.com slash Mayo now to speak to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional about erectile dysfunction and get $15 off your first month of treatment. ED is more common than most people think, and the benefits of ED treatment can help you reconnect with your partner and rediscover the joy of sex. Roman system is completely confidential and totally discreet. No big logos or labels on the packages. And with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. The whole process is straightforward, convenient, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash Mayo and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional and just take care of it. So go to GetRoman.com slash Mayo today. And if you're prescribed, get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you're ready to have the confidence and control this fall. Roman ready. GetRoman.com slash Mayo. All right, yep. Rob, silver pick for you. Let's get off the schneid here. 0-8, let's make it 1-8. I'm going to take the Denver Broncos getting 10. Against your team? Against the oh, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, boy. Here so we go. One thing people have to understand. Yes, I am a Cowboys fan. I get it. I think I've picked against them and lost this year one time, I think, with New England. Yes. Pretty sure that was a horrible beat. But regardless, Dallas is 7-0 against the spread this season. People want to bet on the Cowboys because they're continuously betting on them and they're covering. And they're coming off a win in primetime with their backup quarterback against a Denver team that just traded Von Miller where this perception is that they don't care and they're fall- falling apart. Here's why I like the 10 points. has nothing to do with Denver being competitive with Dallas in general. I think Dallas is a better team. But Denver really draws these games out. They're dead last in pace in neutral game situations this year. They play very slow. 
and they're very methodical. They dink and dunk their way up the field. And if you look at Dallas's defense this year, it's been average. Now, the statistically speaking, it looks like it's well above average because they're generating so much turnovers. The Denver Broncos do not turn the ball over on offense. Teddy Bridgewater has five interceptions in eight games. Three of those interceptions came in one single game, which was a poor game for him against Las Vegas. So I think Denver is able to protect the ball. They're able to move it on this Dallas defense. They might not score a touchdown on every possession, but Dallas does give up yardage and lets teams drive on them before they force turnovers. And I think with the way that the Broncos play slow and their ability to move the ball down the field with Jerry Judy back now last week as well, uh, I just think that this is too many points. I, I made this game seven and a half. Uh, I'll take the 10. I think that this is a valuable number with the Broncos. I, I think it did open at seven, didn't it? And then throughout the course of the week, just got steamed up. So I don't uh, tend to look at openers to because they, they really only exist for a very short amount of time. Like, if, for example, if I was to bet a, an opener on Sunday night at whatever came out, I can move a number one or two points with a $500 bet. So, I mean, the opener to me doesn't really matter because there's not enough influential money that's moving it early. Uh, but I think it's just kind of hovered around 10 all week, uh, Pat. I, and honestly, for you know, in my circles, I have not seen a lot of strong opinions on this game. I don't think it'll be a heavily wagered on game this week. But I just think at double digits, the Broncos are a buy point. I mean, we can just make some bets for next week already because this it's funny because this exact same game is happening next week, but it's Falcons at Dallas and it's actually Cowboys nine and a half against Atlanta. And I think that Denver is way better than Atlanta is. I would agree with you. I think the Broncos on a neutral field would be favored over the Falcons. Um, now, the, the Broncos, obviously, like the, the, the wheels have fallen off for the defense because they've had so many injuries in the front seven. I don't think that they're going to be able to stop Dallas on every possession. Like, I'm not, I'm not coming out here and saying, oh, the Broncos defense is going to win them the game and whatever. But we're talking about a pretty large margin. We're talking about a quarterback who historically, Teddy Bridgewater, has been the best quarterback in NFL history in this spot as a big underdog. Because again, he doesn't turn the ball over. He doesn't give away possessions. Whereas some of these other brutal quarterbacks and you know, double digit dogs, they're turning it over regularly. They can't even pick up a first down. So you have a competent quarterback, you have a defense that's not terrible, and you have what I project to be a very slow paced game. Uh, and I like Denver getting 10. Yeah, just even looking to next week, Cam, like there's a couple of these games right now. Like the Saints are a field goal underdog in Tennessee. Got to like that. The Ravens are less yep. are a less than touchdown favorite against Miami on Thursday night. That seems kind of mm. insane, doesn't it? Yeah, no, Pat. You know me, I always get those feelers up. It's just one of those things sometimes like when they post those, Pizzolo know too, when they post those like six, six and a half instead of seven, like sometimes like, I'm not going to say, you know, you, you can bet however you want to bet, but my feelers come up like a, like the college game last night, 13, 13 and a half instead of 14. I'll look at the dog a little bit more, Go, why do you make it like flat two touchdowns flat and stuff? I don't know the reasoning or whatever. It's just from betting for such a long time. I just look at snake numbers and sometimes, you know, I just, uh, I stay away from those games or usually bet the worst team and it works more than it doesn't. Well, I mean, I, if, I, you, I, if you just bet Baltimore now after the Texans beat the Dolphins, yeah. that game's going to be like minus 10. Mm -hmm. You like the yeah. Texans to beat the Dolphins. I, I kind of like that. I kind of like the Texans plus the I like points. The I mean, how, how can card. you not Wait, like yeah. a huge upgrade at quarterback and you have Miami just, like, I think they can beat them outright. Yeah. So, no, I'm so it, it almost made the problem is here's the thing guy. I don't want to give cats out of the bag. Like I'm leaning Panthers, Texans, um, all these, like I'm looking at these dogs and like, this is the problem, Pat. Like I almost want to do like, 
yeah, the, the, the five pack or 10, like, you know what I mean? Like we're buying beers instead of like three, three doing shots. Like, you know what I mean? It's hard to narrow it down. That's the whole problem that I have, but I understand we're on a three mineral system. Cam wow. went into the humane society this week, looking for one dog to adopt. And they sold them like five. They're like, Oh, how about this yeah. one? He's blind. Yeah, guy, this one what my dog? Yeah. He's got no fur. Load him up. Well, the other guy's got, he's blind three way. Well, he's missing a leg. But anyway, I still love you. That's that's the type of games I like. I like, are the Jaguars going to cover 14 and a half against Buffalo? I lean that way too. No, like, no, stop taking no, teams covered no, no against the Bills. Just okay, the, I'll the, get the, the Jaguars the, off my list. The, the, are the off Bills off actually cover these big spreads every week. Them and the Rams, they just they, do it. They do. They, no, I wasn't going to make the gold, silver, or bronze. I'm saying from a personal betting portfolio, like I would have gone that way. Anyway, I'm going to race that one. So like, Panthers made my list, Texans, like a lot of things. I, I mean, Panthers can make it. Who are you going with your silver pick here, Cam? Oh, Patrick, why do you guys do this? I'm going with the Chicago Bears. Give me the Chicago Bears. It's on the list. I don't think the Steelers should be favored by six. I see progression with Justin Fields, even though he makes some mistakes, accuracy, throwing the ball. He can do a lot of damage with his legs. I see progression with this team. They're getting a little bit better. As for the Steelers, nice win against the Browns, but I like the Browns aren't even that good. That's the thing. Like they don't score a lot of points. Big Ben, he's also banged up. This is a perfect type of game for Big Ben to take a hit and not come back in the game too. The Bears have the ability to knock him around. And you know what? He's going to hate playing these guys because they're going to eat him up. He's gonna, He better get rid of the ball quick or he's going to feel pain. And once you feel pain, hey, we got a chance with the underdog in this game. I think the Chicago Bears go in. This game turns out to be a one-possession game. I think the Bears can win the game. If you're going to take an underdog, you got to believe that they can win the game outright. Give me the damn Chicago Bears on Monday night football to get it done, Patrick. Give me the six. I would prefer six and a half, but I'll take six. All right, so plus six currently at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, I, I guess I'm just going to go with the the game that I, the game I have the most money on is the Chargers, and the only other one that I've bet so far this week, I bet the Texans plus six and a half, and they're down to five mm-hmm. and a half on DraftKings Sportsbook. I am going to take Houston with Tyrod Taylor. Now, starting at quarterback once again, which is – if. It has to be like Davis Mills hasn't been as I mean, he's been basically as bad as all of the other rookie quarterbacks. But like Tyrod was good when he played earlier this season in terms of a covering the spread perspective. And they beat Jacksonville back in week one. They are four and four against the spread. But the biggest thing for me in this game, it's just so hard for me to look at the Dolphins and think, oh, yeah, they're going to cover. I mean, it's it's not a big number, but it's a pretty sizable number. They have the worst offensive line in football. And if there's one thing that the Texans have done over the past few weeks is actually just their pass rush has mysteriously gotten a lot better they can get to the quarterback a little bit which if you can get to them a little bit against like decent teams imagine what you're going to do to Miami just watching the Bills pound Tua into the ground it wasn't a bunch of sacks but it was hands in his face with no time to throw every single pass in that game I don't think that Houston's going to bring as much pressure but Buffalo doesn't even need to blitz to get into the backfield. If the Texans start blitzing, watch out. So this feels like a field goal game to me. Miami might win it by a field goal. Miami might lose it by a field goal. But I do like the Texans to cover the five and a half. And on the other side of things, the Houston offensive line has been bad lately as well. But they go up against the Miami team that can't get any pressure on the quarterback. One of the worst teams at generating pressure. And they now have a mobile quarterback in Tyrod Taylor instead of Davis Mills back there, who's just going to eat the ball and take sacks. Like Davis Mills was brutal for them this year. On the road, he had a touchdown to interception ratio of one to seven. They played four road games with Davis Mills this year. He didn't throw more than 136 yards in three of those four road games. Like this is a very big upgrade at quarterback. 
Now, Houston's still a bad team, but Miami's horrible. Like, uh, I, I don't know who Miami is to be laying this number. Seven straight losses. They give up over 30 points per game. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I think it's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, sure, it's the NFL. Anything can happen, but it's uh, – uh, I feel like there's less separating these two teams than five and a half points, especially with Miami having almost no home field advantage as well. Yeah, I was just looking at it because some of the games have changed right now. And I like to kind of, you know, group think for the bronze pick for me. I feel like that's been working a lot better for me. We can I'm going to do it too, Pat, because I can't decide between like five things. For yeah, by the way, it's, actually, it is I had scary the Chargers. this week. The we, we kind of all, all agree on everything I know. so it, far. It's not week. good. I no, think, I think it's, it's going to be that's. I think it's going to be a good week, though. I, the stars the are is, aligning. We're, we're not agreeing on chalk, though, or like public stuff. We're kind of going against the grain. Like not a lot of people run to the window to bet the Texans and some of the other stuff that we have. I, I, I think – it can be dangerous, but I like the way we're thinking all together with dogs and unpopular teams, right. which I want to be a side of, of the book. Okay, so let's try to group think uh, these picks, unless you have a very clear bronze, Pozzola. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't have a very clear bronze, but I had one that I had picked out for the bronzers, which was going to be the Chargers. Now right. I can go to something else. No, we don't need to. But... We, can, we can double down on the Chargers. I, listen, they're my yeah, I like the Chargers, I, too. I, I, I think that they're going to cover. I, I, this number should be three. It should be Chargers minus it, it, it three. It should probably I, be like four. It should be like four and a half. Should be three and a half, four. That's I, what the number. The should Eagles be. get bet every week, and I'm guilty of it as well. And I kind of fell into that trap earlier in the. I don't want to say trap. It's a bad word. I don't like to use that word, but I kind of fell into like the Eagles are not as bad as I think they are, but they are. Like, and everything I look at in this matchup is like, okay, are the Eagles going to be the team that just, like, teams have been running the ball all over the Chargers. The Eagles don't really do that. I know that they have an effective running game, but they still like to throw it quite a bit. And Jalen Hurts always rolls out to his right. Like, this is his thing. He drops back, looks his first read, rolls to his right. No plays on that side of the defense for the Chargers. Like, Bosa is on that side. This is, I don't know, I think this is a recipe for disaster for the Eagles this week. So, I know that's we, we've, we've kind of talked about this a lot now, but I, I, I don't understand this one. I, I think the Chargers are way undervalued in this game. So Chargers minus two for Rob as a bronze selection. So, Cam, here are the few ones that are on my short list. Uh, I like the Bengals minus two and a half against the Browns. I like the so under. So do I. I like the under in that game of 47. Mm-hmm. The other ones, where is it? I like Vegas against the Giants because the Giants are terrible. I think I'd rather I make sucks. that... I don't like, like the three is tough. Kind of want to bet the Packers plus seven and a half against the. So Chiefs. do I. So do I. But we don't know. Like it's, this is the whole thing. I wish I had some tape. Like I wish we knew something about Jordan Love because that's ridiculous. Kansas City Lang Sam. What, what's your take, Pizzola? That's so craziness. My, I, I if if Jordan Love is the starter on Sunday, yes, he because. Is. Yeah, but here's the here's the issue, Cam. Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID. Their third string quarterback also tested positive for COVID. It's not yes. to say that Jordan Love can't test positive for COVID in the next couple of days. So for me, I like the Packers getting seven and a half. I just could not advocate for betting it now because it's too much of a risk. Like this number is not going to, you're not going to lose a ton of value in it anyways. Uh, so to me, it's like, yes, Packers, seven and a half. That's a buy. I, I, I mean, I, I don't I don't really get the down. Like, you're moving through three and seven with Rodgers. Jordan Love looked competent in preseason, but, like, uh, I just I just can't pull the trigger yet is all I'm getting at. Like, so I think it's a bad number, but you got to wait till last minute to bet the pack. Well, I so say you're not going to buy, like, Blake Bortles coming in to start? Like, that's a, like, that's a huge downgrade from Jordan Love? Do we know that? 
<laughs> I think yes, we do. I, you know, here's what I, I will say. We don't know that because Jordan Love could be terrible. So who's a quarterback Love, after Love? It, it's Jordan. It, it's Blake it's Bortles, Bortles now. They, they Bortles? just signed him off the street. They just signed Bortles okay. off the street. Yeah. So Bortles, okay. we know is terrible. Like we are, we are very confident. We know what Blake Bortles is at this point. Jordan Love, we have no idea. The ceiling is so much higher than what Blake Bortles can be, right? That's that's my my point. Like, if you get Jordan Love and he stinks, he's basically Blake Bortles, and you okay, you're stuck with that. If you get Jordan Love and he's competent, then you like much much higher ceiling. So yeah, we don't know, but I think we can say with some degree of confidence that there's way more upside in Jordan Love. So. Um, to me, I would not touch Blake Bortles as a seven and a half point dog in this spot. I would absolutely touch Jordan Love as a seven and a half point dog. So what about the Bengals minus two and a half? I'll let you guys go with that one. I personally like the Browns in the game. Uh, I think that we way overrate the Bengals. And this is not just because of the loss last week. Forget about the loss last week to the Jets. But they have played the easiest schedule of opposing offenses in the entire league, the third easiest schedule of opposing defenses in the entire league. What about the Rams? Rams, minus seven. Rams. Mm. Like like that game or no? I I, I make the game seven. So, I mean, that to me is... is, So you're telling me you put numbers together and if it falls into your system on the number, like no vibe to go either way, you just gas the game if it's not off one or two points? Yes. Okay, fair enough. I always I always start by making a number on a game before I, do I too. actually look at the spread. I do too, but I do it differently than other people. When my numbers are weird, I look for the like more of a loser team than the team I should. You know, anyway, I'm not going to get into the process, but yeah, you get you it's get it. Every, yeah, we all make our, we, yeah, that yeah, that's the thing. Y'all make your spreads. You know, basically, what I'm looking for is sucker lines. Like I got my I got my fi- hook in the wall. Like bite bite nibble. Come on, come on, fishy. Like you know what I mean. And we're going to put you in the boat. Like you should you shouldn't have taken the fake bait. You shouldn't have, but that's the thing. It doesn't happen every week, but it happens a lot, Pizzola. You know. This Cardinals, I don't know. This Cardinals Niners <laughs> game is uh... I don't know. Yes, you do know. I, listen, how the, I, I, how the I, Jets I, beat the Bengals and stuff like that? I don't believe I, I, in – so the Jets can beat the Bengals because it's the NFL and anyone yeah, can beat anyone. Is, I don't believe I in sucker lines. Like, I don't believe – Okay. And, um, and, and, and the notion – like. I've talked about this before, but the notion so of what do you fading, call them then? Is it sucker a bad word? There's got to be weird lines or suspect lines yeah, is or like a, is, is something it a, that doesn't make is, sense. Is it a cuck line? Right? It's a it, cuck line. The cuck yeah, line. Cucks. <laughs> cucks. The Point cuck spread line. cucks. No, the, the, there's there's a couple things that I just don't <laughs> agree with in general, right? And and one of them is <laughs> the whole fade the public notion, which you hear in the NFL, and yeah. everybody's like, you know, sports books weren't, you know, Vegas wasn't built overnight and whatever. Yeah. Go ask these Vegas odds makers what they're making off straight wagers. They're holding like three to 5%. They're holding a ton of money off of parlays and teasers. So that's one of the reasons that they win in general. But the problem is when you go with a fade the public strategy or you're buying into the sucker lines, everybody's betting on one side. The the sports book is getting a very different price than you are to get that same game. So for example, say let let, what, what looks like a sucker line this week, Cam? What would we say is a sucker line? A Maybe. sucker line. Let's take a look at. I, I mean, the, uh, the answer is probably Chargers here. minus two. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a sure. great answer, Patrick. I think that 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 that's a sucker line. Let's take for, another for, for for purposes of this. Let, let's do Buffalo Jacksonville, where no one's going to bet Jacksonville, right? Well, I was going to. Well, here's here's my point. But if you're going to bet Jacksonville, it's largely because it's like a fade the public type of thing. You're not really yes. making an argument yes. uh, in favor. Okay, of Okay, I got a sucker line. I got a sucker line. Uh, New England three and a half against Carolina. 
Right. That's a sucker line. The Chargers is a sucker line. Okay, so uh, here's my else? point, Cam. And, and this is the point I'll make. So New England minus okay. three and a half. If somebody bets New England minus three and a half into a sports book at minus 110, the sports book is getting Carolina plus three and a half at plus 110. Correct. Mm-hmm. Now, in order for you to be on the same side as a sports book and bet Carolina, you're paying minus 110. The sports book's getting plus 110. You have to pay minus 110 that to be correct. on the same side. That's yeah. where the difference lies. So the sports book now needs to only win at 47.6% at plus 110 to be profitable. You need to win at 52.4%. It's a 5% difference. So you have to win five more picks out of 100 than the sports book does. And that's the problem with the fade the public strategy. It's not, it, it has nothing to do, like people do lose over time because they're all coin flippers and they're paying minus 110. If you only hit 50% in a long period of time, but you're, you have to hit 52.4%, you're going to lose. That's how Sportsbook makes their money because now you take the opposite way around. You're paying minus 110 to be on the same side of the Sportsbook. You're, cost, like, you're, you're, you're paying a premium to be on the same side as someone else. So that, that's my whole thing on the fade the public. Everyone has their own strategies and whatever. I've, I've consulted for Sportsbooks in the past. I know very... like. I'm, I'm very in tune to how this works. And I, everyone does things that work for them. I'm not diminishing you in any way, Cam. I think you're a good NFL better. And on, on, like you've shown it on this show this year. This is not uh, in any way a shot at you. It's just that strategy in general is always something that has been kind of mind-blowing. Well, I totally to understand what you're saying. But basically, saying I'm not just looking at lines and just blindly going whatever. But I have a different system. As in, sometimes you when you watch the game and your system works for you, Pizzola, and it's based on numbers, and it's basically, in a court of law, I can walk in with Lionel Hutz and a smoking monkey, and I got no chance against you because you have empirical data and numbers to back up your system. But as a guy who watches games, I test in hockey and stuff, you can talk to me about fucking Corsi and puck possession and shit. It comes down to luck. And sometimes when you're watching shit, you see something. I test. I don't like the way that happened. I don't like the way that make a mental note, right? It, sometimes I even write it down. This team fade this next game, da, 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 da. So I think there's, you're right. There's a lot of different ways of getting to the same freaking destination. Yes. Right? Uh, 100% agree with that. Your process has to work for you. 100% agree with that. There's, uh, I, I can't use like the, more than one way to skin a cat anymore because PETA's going to come after yeah, yeah, me yeah, or something exactly. like that. But that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Like there's many, many different ways to win at sports betting and not the way that I do strictly the way I do things or the way Cam does things or the way that Pat does things. There's many, many different ways, but the, the fade, the public strategy is always something yeah. that I think is, is just developed over time because people are constantly talking no, it about is, it over and all, over. It's and, like and sharps not. and dulls. I know a lot of sharps that are duller than a friggin' butter knife. These yeah. guys talk about being sharp. Your picks suck. Like, you know what I mean? You're not sharp. You're just, you're losing. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, sharps are on this side. Go fuck yourself. Well, sharps and dulls. But that's yeah. another, that's another one where it's like, okay, sharps are on this side. Okay. At what number? What number? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. another sharps, good point. Sharps are on Cleveland. Okay. They're on at what number? At three. Yeah. They're not on a two and a half. Yeah, exactly. Or a two. Time. Like they yes. bet the number into place. So like Great the point. whole like sharps are on this. It's like, okay. Yeah, it's, they were. It's false information number. a lot of the time. You're right. Agreed. It's not the whole story. It's bullshit. Well, agreed. Well, even to go to the fade the public type thing, I was just reading this is from uh, Jeff's buddy, Darren Rovell this morning that uh, oh, hopefully God. DraftKings can still pay my paycheck. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. And they said that they're... <laughs> 
that his hold percentage was 25 million less than expected last quarter because 89% of NFL primetime overs hit without a single upset of an underdog of seven and a, seven and a half or more points. So people who were teasing, betting favorites, and betting overs have just won so far this NFL season. And that's what people are always going to bet on. That's always oh, over anything is always going to be the public side. And favorites are always going to be the public side, especially when, as Rob said, they have so much handle on these teasers and parlays that those are just parlay and teaser pieces that that inherently makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? 90% of the time, uh, yes, you're right. It's usually the over and the favorite. It's not always the case. I mean, you can compare the sharper sports books on the planet to the more recreational books, and you can easily tell what the quote unquote sharp side is just in general. But uh, on top of that as well, um, the, like, there's, there's just so many reasons that people lose money betting on sports that are well within their control. And one of them is parlays and teasers. I'm not saying you can never play a parlay. Obviously, like you, sometimes you just want to cash big and but you have to understand that when you do play a parlay, it's a negative expected value wager nine times out of 10. Uh, people who buy points in general are often paying way more to buy the point than it's actually worth. And it's for peace of mind, right? Well, why am I going to take the six and a half? I can buy up to seven. Well, the sportsbook's charging you way too much to buy up to that seven, but it's giving you peace of mind. When you lose, you're going to lose way more. I mean, sure, there's going to be those times where you push on seven. I get it. But in general, people tend to make these like easy mistakes. And, and the other one is just line shopping, like find the best price available. It's, it's common sense. Like just open up different accounts at different sports books and bet where the price is the best. It's, no, you're it's absolutely correct. Like, why would I go to the grocery store and I see the same thing? One thing's five 99 and the other one's nine 99. Like, I don't want to go to whole foods. I don't care right. if the store smells nice. You got a bakery and whatever. You know what I mean? That's why sometimes you slum it at no frills because you know what, especially for canned goods, you can't mess with those. Anyway, I'm with you. Pozzola saving money is a good thing. But yeah, like, you know, some people buy up, a, buy a point. I'm going to buy from awesome. six and a half to seven. Well, you know what? There's probably a sports book out there that has a seven that doesn't, is not charging you to buy that point because each of the, the sports books independently have their own liability based mm -hmm. off of their player base. So um, that's just like something to keep in mind, but uh, we've, we've kind of went way off track. Here. I, I know, Pat, you know, you were, you we were go off track of all the time. Stuff. It's either you talking about skinning cats or like you well, know, lighting no, things first on fire or me knifing somebody, but yeah, usually it happens. I, I, yeah, I shouldn't have used that. I don't know. Like PETA has all these really, like really dumb alternatives yeah. for have you seen these have you guys seen these before like no. all these oh they uh, want to call it now they don't want to call the bullpen they want oh. to call it the arm pen no right? no, 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 no they they want no, no hold on stop 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 they want to call it the they want to call it the arm barn arm barn sorry patrick thank you thank you i screwed up. yeah arm barn and it rhymes with, I mean, it's kind of actually growing on me but i'm sure the bulls really worried about being called the arm barn he's worried about saving his nuts and being castrated. I don't get arm barn. Anyway, these guys are, they make me laugh. Like worry about real problems, right? You're worrying about names of uh, arm barns and uh, bullpens. Here are some of the PETA recommendations. Instead of kill two birds with one stone, yeah. feed two birds with one stone. See, but that doesn't work. It doesn't work when you're trying to say, I want to feed two birds with one stone. You guys are looking at me going, what the hell are you talking about? And birds don't eat stones. No, scone, 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 like a, a scone. scone. Oh, You're not going to eat rocks. I'm not going to feed rocks to a bird. With one scone. Correct. That's even. Birds don't. What are, they're eating top baked products now? No, they eat, they eat seed bags. Mixed seeds. Scones. Yeah, I'm going to bake scones for a bird. 
Next. What's the other stupid one? Tell me how well, dumb the next one is. Well, they have take the bull by the horns. They don't want that anymore. It's, so it's yeah. take, take the flower by the thorns. Who would do that? Who's yeah, yeah, that, that sounds really tough. I want to take, I want to take uh, 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 the, the Atlanta Falcons this week and I'm taking the flower by the thorns. They're like, Cam, do you work? Are you in horticulture? Do you work for, you know, wheel and Cullen? Like, what are you going down to the Home Depot and uh, buying some mulch? Like, give me a break. Sarah Pizzola, these, that's the thing. They don't work. So you could say skin the cat. I don't care. Well, it's not I like mean, you're skinning I, any listen, cat. I'm not unless, skinny. I'm, I'm I an animal lover. Anymore. People who know yes. me know I love animals. I don't I love animals like, too. At some point, it's just like the vocabulary that we've used. I, like, are the animals finding this offensive? I don't understand. Yeah, I, I don't I get don't, it either. You know, I mean, if you're yeah, going to change... thinks they can read animals' minds. If you're going to change it to arm barn, why not just change it to the pitching kitchen, which is way better? Yes! Wow. Oh, yeah! I love That's pitching really good. I love pitching, pitching kitchen. kitchen. Actually, I don't even mind arm barn either. It's growing on me. That's Peter's <laughs> best suggestion. No, <laughs> flower by the thorns is horrible. Arm barn, it, they're selling me. Arm barn. Pat, was it pitching in pitching kitchen? The oh man! Kitchen kitchen. Yeah. Oh, ah, fabulous, Patrick. I, I got to give you full marks for pitching kitchen. That is absolutely fantastic. Now, to, to, we pre- on... to pretend like yes. I didn't steal that off the internet after seeing. It oh, on you Twitter. stole it off the internet. I thought I you made it, it up. Okay, no, okay. I, I saw. It, I saw. It. I don't know who. I don't know who put it out still, there. I suppose I could search. It's still that. good. But I, I saw that come through. I was like, I, I like that pitching. I like pitching. I like the pitching kitchen too. It sounds lots nice. of lots of sponsorship opportunities powered by Weber. Right. Yeah, exactly. Pitch and kitchen. Yeah, exactly. You, you could get a grill going in there, Cam. You could become yes. a pitcher. You could be. I agree. You could be the official chef of the pitch and kitchen. Yeah, Lagastina. That's the best uh, pots we use in the pitch and kitchen. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Like, yeah, I can get a whole new line of beautiful products. Uh, yeah, blenders. Those, those Lagastina turkey pans are oh, fantastic. Buddy. You know, Ooh. Italian Lagostina is the best. Yeah, like I, I, I have one Lagostina pan. It's lasted six times. Like I bought like those tea fowls and stuff and I do a lot of cooking. Trust me, those Lagostinas, you basically like, I don't know how you shape, uh, like get off the, um, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, what's this stuff called that, that keeps it safe uh, without the spray? Yeah, I know exactly what you're doing. You know what I'm know, talking about. Yeah. Anyway, talking about. their lining is absolutely five times superior to any other pan product. And by the way, if you're looking for like those guys on the infomercial with copper rock and all that's bullshit. No, no, you need a Lagostina. Like I trust me. I do a lot of cooking. All right. We need bronze. Even pay me. We, we need oh, chargers. I like the chargers, but I want to throw a couple other by you guys. I have Vikings, Rob Bettit. I like the Panthers plus three and a half against the Pats um, Texans and San Fran were my four, but please the chargers have to win do you guys like those four uh i don't uh, san fran I, I i like go ahead pat i, I like arizona in that game even I, 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 I kyler has to play obviously but it looks like he's gonna play okay so i'm gonna stick with the chargers you know what i've learned a lesson a long time ago pizzola you know there's nothing worse when you ch- change a pick and lose it hurts like 10 times as much as just losing a regular bet so i like the chargers i gotta stick with it all right Let's go. Let's let's actually have a clean sweep we on need one of these games for once. Please, Chargers come through. I will take. Want to take? So I have it down to the Bengals minus two and a half. The under forty-seven in that game. I'm probably not going to bite. I wish the Raiders were two and a half, but the three is about where they probably should be. Those are really the ones that I'm kind of hammered down. I did like Denver plus 10 as well and Atlanta. You guys have taken those already. We should probably diversify a little bit if I'm not completely sold on something. I will take Cincinnati minus two and a half. I just think that they beat the Browns. I think they're better than the Browns. (laughs) Okay. No, I agree. I think they're better too. 
So there we are. People can check out the cheat sheet on DKNation.com. We got through this. This was a, a sna snappy episode, despite all the uh, interjections. Yes. Yes. That's a good episode. I mean, uh, yeah, it was no, no murder mentions this time around or anything. I like did that. actually. Uh, I mentioned, I think there was one earlier in the show when we were talking about uh, cucks. cucks. I cucks. said, yeah, I go, oh, yeah, you get once, I get, yeah, we once did, I get tied up in a cuck situation, I'm basically mm -hmm. murdered by the person or they could steal me. I, steal I, I, I feel like you still don't quite, I, I feel like you still don't quite understand what cuck is. What a, yeah. Not cuck really. It's not yeah, a good no, thing. I, it's no, not like this, this like a cuck is a weirdo that likes to watch other people have sex with his wife. Correct. Yeah, yeah, it's like letting someone else bang your significant sucker. other. Like he's yeah. just not a good guy, right? Is okay, Pat. I mean, the he, they they could be a good guy. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, point. I mean, maybe, maybe he does donate to charity. He's just weird in yeah, the bedroom. I, I don't know. Like, I don't. so what's a cuck? So if I'm well, seventy percent there, what's the rest of it then? What else do they do? Well, that's it. But you're talking I mean, about like dominatrix style stuff. That has nothing to do with it. Oh, that's Te fine. That's fine. No, no, no I was just being. Oh, sorry, just one quick thing, and I'll shut up. I was just saying once I'm tied up. Once I'm tied up with cuffs or whatever, and I can't move, I'm a dead man. I'm either, if this person has ill intent, I, I'm either robbed, sliced, hopefully not murdered, but I'm in a position where I can't, party's over. Anyway, continue about. Technically cuck, speaking, cucks. a cuck is a man whose wife is unfaithful. And it's short for cuckold. I don't know if you've heard. Oh yeah, cuckold. cuckold. I've heard that yeah. expression. Yes, so, I read. Yes. Yes. So it's, I there's. Read. <laughs> I know cuckold, but you, yeah, what I, you read, I'm, what I'm you reading where cuckold is mentioned. No, I'm just saying it's an old British term. I I I, I read okay. books. Yeah, yeah like I know. I, it's not like I just watch sports and bet on sports right. all day. Like I, yeah. But we know you I mean, watch murder mysteries. Anyway, anyway, I didn't know about cucks. I I, I cuckold. I know. Yes, that, that's it's a derogatory. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. And, so you're just a wife who's basically your sleaze bag. She just sleeps with the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Like She's a whore. Yeah, it, it's it's okay. a way of saying like you know you you're you're yeah yeah. I don't, Your I wife mean, enjoys other men's company and organs. Cucks. Thank you. That's it. See, Pat, we'll, is that hundred percent? Did we dissect it? We got it. Yeah, you, you're ding, you're, you're all go. the way there. Shout out to Sean McCormick <laughs> for uh, trying to beep this one out. That's gonna be fun if you're watching on Game Plus TV in Canada. But if you're watching oh, sorry. on the so Naomi, are, are we on Game We're Plus on TV? TV? Oh my god, the whole show is gonna be like me and Renzi at the score. Beep 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 beep. Oh God, help us. Uh, you can subscribe on YouTube to the Mayo Media Network. I suggest you do that, by the way. Yeah, you better, you better do it. Yeah, you better, or Cam's going to tie you up and rob you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I'll bring him the knife. <laughs> Rob, tell people about betstamp.app. <sighs> oh, Please uh, check it out, betstamp.app, or download the app wherever you can download apps. But um, it's a great utility for those who bet on sports. I talk about line shopping all the time. That's because it's something that I personally do. Uh, and I preach. It's one of the easiest ways to become a successful sports better. Download Betstamp. It will automatically filter you the best line available so you can just go out to that sports book and bet it right away. And also, if you like to keep track of your records and all your bets, it has some fancy analysis, tells you where you're doing things right, where you're going wrong, how you can improve your craft. So a lot of things there, uh, but please give it a check out at betstamp.app. That's all that. No, honestly, Pizzle, send me a link. Like, I, we've talked about it for weeks. It's we've talked about this for six it. weeks now. I got a lot of things going on, Patrick. I got a lot of visits. I just, yeah, I'm doing a lot of things. But yes, I would like, Rob, send me the link to Betstamp, and I will become a Betstamp app on, user. Honestly, the registration takes 
30 seconds. Okay, if it takes under five minutes, I'm in, but it can't take longer than that. Yeah, it, it's it like, you 30 l- seconds. listen, you can say it takes 30 seconds, just like I tell people to rate and review the audio podcast, which legit mm-hmm. takes, I mean, you can just go rate it, just click on five stars. That takes three seconds and people won't do it. They won't do it. Just no, I'm not doing it. And oh, they'll, Pat, Pat, they'll be listening like people, to this on their it's phone. It's like people and, who turn into our show like, and they're like, give me picks. I'm like, maybe you could just watch the show for the last three hours and support the show. I'm, I hate people that crawl out of their holes and like, give me this, give me this, give me this, give me this. Well, if we don't get, you know what? If you don't do this stuff, we don't get paid and you're going to get nothing in the future. How's that sound? Sick and tired of these trolls and, and, and parasites. Oh, I want this and I want this. Yeah, you know what? If we don't get it, we don't get paid. Anyway, I agree with you, Mayo. Click the damn crap. Uh, you can follow, if you want to click on Cam, you can go over to sportsgrid.com. Him and Marenzi yes. still going yeah. back and forth over there. I saw Marenzi got one of those new red mics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It looks yeah, it looks like a like a, like a a Star Wars thing. It lights up and stuff like that. Yeah, those, Actually, are, uh, those are expensive, it's, it's, by the way. They're like it's 900 bucks. Simil- it's kind of a cuckold situation. It's a very... Uh, Interesting looking microphone. The uh, thinking of, of like Marenzi's microphone covers from back in the day just gives me PTSD. Oh, wait. Like I, if you ever went into the studio after Marenzi and you actually forgot to change the uh, microphone he, cover. He yells like, you know, he gets fired up. Yeah, yeah basically you got to soak it in some palm olive. I get it. You know, I, uh, all, I, I got stuff going on. At Fantasy, yeah. when we used to use the uh, the podcasting booth, I used to have my own mic cover that I would just bring in and change yeah, whatever was in there. Yes, <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. You had to. Okay, I mean, safe. Yeah, yeah, hey, hey. yeah. Got it. Yeah, you got to yeah, deal so, with your own. Uh, so I, I, I in your mouth and germs. I, yeah. I, I wasn't sharing. You know, this was pre-COVID era too. I could just you can't Smart, be, Pat, you're, can't, can't be dealing with other people's of, germs. Ahead of the curve, Patrick. You already saw, like, yeah, the COVID. Uh, basically, you were your own mask. You know, you had your own system before uh, COVID. Very true. Very. I mean, true. I mean, there was a reason that I. I Pizzola is right. There's a reason that I brought my own one and it had changed. No, yeah, I, I mean, there yeah, was yeah. organisms growing off of his microphone cover at one point. We had to really soak. Then we just got rid of them and got, got some new ones. By the way, I'm not Gabriel Morenci. I was a big fan of working with him in general. Those are some of the best days of my life. But the microphone covers, my God. Some days yeah, was all, guy was shows. also on the air for 12 hours a day. And he's of like, course, he was wild. Like, the things, day, things are going to happen. And yes. by the way, like, you know, yeah, it's just uh, those interns, uh, they didn't do a very good job cleaning either. Very lazy work, you know what well, I mean? But uh, oh, yeah, oh, big, Jason big, Gold. I was going to say, big shocker. What? what Wasn't Feinberg one of the interns? Well, Feinberg was, but yeah. he, he was a He kind of made his way up the ladder quick. Feinberg knows how to, he, he's a very smart, quiet man. Like, I remember who the F is Gia Feinberg, like the first day. I didn't know who the hell this guy was, but I really liked him. He's a lovable teddy bear, right? So, and then he started talking about chargers and football, like, He's a smart intern. Most interns just sit in the corner. What do you want me to do? It's like, come on, man. Like, let's go. Like, you got any ideas? What are we doing here? Like, that's the thing. Feinberg kind of, even though he did it, Rob, you would say, not in a lazy way, in a laid back way. He kind of found a way to uh, make it work. Very uh, laissez-faire. Yeah, laissez-faire is a good way of putting it. Yeah, like he's not running anywhere. He's not sweating. (laughs) He's not doing anything at a fast pace. He's doing at a very comfortable stone pace. And it worked for him. Hey, and look at yeah, him now. He just, he's he's getting paid by ProLine for tweets. So it's amazing yep. how, how we can really come really? around on this one. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I saw him he's tweet been, out last night. Like, hey, play so ProLine. I. I was like, ProLine's ah. paying Feinberg? Yeah. Yeah, ProLine oh. Plus. ProLine Plus. I mean, uh, uh, 
those guys uh yeah wow that's good good for him oh my god i gotta find these gigs where the hell you get this stuff i mean jeff jeff should just be all of our agents i don't know where he backs finds these i don't know either but he's that's fantastic getting paid by proline to tweet oh to tweet yeah not even work no holy oh my god i'm such i mean mean, i'm sure he's not getting like a thousand dollars i don't care if it's 10 bucks or whatever it adds up it's like when you do a commercial or residual check if that's the way you sign the contract the money keeps coming through the the, here checks in the mail cam great move cam don't let don't ever get anyone to pay you to tweet for less than 200 bucks a tweet i don't know that sounds excessive pat i'll take 50 like what no no don't don't stop underselling yourself yeah, I know. I need Pat. We need to talk after the show. I get, I always do this stuff. Like it's just like I almost I got hired by a big company too, and they want to pay me. I'm like that seems excessive. Excessive. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Like I need the money. It's like no. But then again, I did work for one company for a large sum, and I'm still waiting for my bottle of whiskey, my five hundred dollar check. I did a Kentucky Derby thing with one of Meanie's people and they, I, I haven't received one thing. They promised me booze and money gone. How long has it been since you it's did been, that? Well, you tell me when the Kentucky Derby was Rob. It seems oh. like a, about a year ago or more. Isn't it? How, how did I know it was the Kentucky Derby from like, I don't know what year. The last, you did the Kentucky- the last Kentucky Derby, last Kentucky Derby. Okay. That's a long time ago. It's May, freaking breeders I feel Cup like weekend. if you haven't gotten reimbursed for that yet, yeah, happening. it's a free. Yeah, it's basically a freebie. But don't worry, it's what happens. You no more work I, for you. I'm a realist. Like, there's a chance you get the like. Maybe you'll get the money, but it seems like the the whiskey bottle is probably off the table at this point. I don't think I'll get the money either. That's a it's it's a lock. Oh for two. All right, that will do it on the Pat Mayo yep. Experience. Smash the like, sub to the show, and please rate and review. And if you're watching on Game Plus TV in Canada. Sorry about all the beeping. Maybe there was no beeping. Maybe we'll just forget to beep it. You get to enjoy the, think... un, the uncensored show. You can always watch and listen to the uncensored show, whether it be on the Mayo Media Network video channel on YouTube or the podcast network on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Highly recommend that you go do that. Other shows I have coming out this weekend, all of the full injury report and favorite prop bets on Saturday. Cody and Paul Dogger Pass podcast with UFC picks for UFC 268 is up there right now. And if you use their code DOP, at DraftKings Sportsbook, you get some sort of like super offer. You bet like five bucks on someone to win a football game, and you get 200 bucks. Like that's just what sportsbooks are doing these days. So code DOP on that. And if you want uh, the optimizer player projections, run the sims.com slash mail. I'll see you next time. Experience. Experience.